Laura Palmer is dead. The Twin Peaks podcast, The Return, parts five and six. Yay. We are back after a, it feels like a very long hiatus. Know, it really does. We've heard your letters, your phone calls, your emails, your tweets. We the deafening know. silence. <laughs> We've heard that reverberating through the ages. And like, we know you're wondering, where are those sweet, sweet podcasts yes. we were promised? Yeah, Tom sure. and Melissa had to go to Mexico. So We, we were okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to say something very Mexican, but it just all... It's like when you sit... You know when you come back from a foreign country and, like, you always learn how to say, like, thank you in whatever language. So, like, when I... really accented. Like, gracias. Like, when we came back from... Yeah, when we came back from Paris, I was saying, merci to everyone. Like, oh, thank you, merci. And then, like, when we got back from Mexico, we ordered pizza. Pizza and Jose... Um, Jesus, the pizza delivery guy, <laughs> delivered it to me, and I said gracias, and it comes off kind of real weird different, condescending, <laughs> real different in Chicago when you have a very large Hispanic so, community yeah. around you, and like it's one thing to do it in the country where that's the native language. In, in right. all fairness, little... his English was very limited. Oh, right. well, then maybe that was okay, then. But it still felt well, I, very bad. I reference, like, you to the, I reference you to the Wayne Brady episode of 30 Rock when he did that, and that was one of the reasons oh, that Liz Lemon hated him. Because <laughs> he was to the waiter, he's like, gracias. And then he was, yeah, I, I it made me rock. feel, and, like, I have to now, like, stop myself from doing it. <laughs> you have to remind yourself. <laughs> like, because it's too... Fe- like mercy it's something like is just like tr- oh mm-hmm. whatever Every, everyone weird. tried to do it like 10 years ago <laughs> until it just became like obnoxious like, and now I feel like weirdly on the cusp of being kind of douchey <laughs> <laughs> moving on, on. douchey <laughs> yes we missed we missed some time we <laughs> were very excited to get back in right back in with the Twin Peaks Leaving in right away with number theory. We've got all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Starting out episode five with Rancho Rosa and a new character, Lorraine. I believe she's new, right? She's introduced yeah. for the first time. She's a worrier and is organizing the hit on Dougie with the two guys in the car who had names have escaped me. Um, and she does something so some something is set in motion in the beginning of this episode that leads to that weird light that she then signals is, a beeper in yeah, South America that says Argent two yeah. the mm. beeper Argentina so Argentina oh, Argent. oh Argentina I was like what's an Argent yeah <laughs> well, and so, I have Argent written down too when I was Argent 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 is French for gold to bring it back to your and Ar- then, Argentina is like gold land. It's French for gold. Argent. And at the end of the episode, the box turns into another one of those little gold beans yeah. or whatever that Dougie to, turns to into. To bring it back to your uh, Spanish speaking ways, yeah. it's pronounced Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really Gracias. bad with accents. <laughs> So some, something is set in motion there. We get back to Constance and her autopsy and learn more about the man, uh, the man's body and that the man is wearing a ring that says, To Dougie with love from Jane E. So it's Dougie's ring. 
Um, then, I mean, those two scenes are fine, but we get to a great scene, finally, a scene that I feel like is a big payoff for fans with Evil Coop in prison when he is, he starts with, like, now food is coming. (laughs) And they have this great... Because I've been wondering, how were we going to address the difference between Evil Coop versus Bob? Like, is Bob there? Up right. till this They're point, we separate, don't see Bob. We've only seen, like, Evil entities. Coop. Yeah. But here, he's Evil Coop's looking in the mirror, and they do, they do spoon-feed us that flashback of Bob yeah. first yeah. Mm-hmm. to, like, remind us yeah. of the fact that Coop, at the end of season two, was possessed by Bob, yeah. which is a little bit, like... We probably if you if you're if you're watching up until this point you don't need that. I mean, yeah. and the shit that they're feeding us that we need to know from like I don't know Firewalk right. and all that other stuff where they don't feed it to us. It's like, oh okay, like in part six where it's like yeah. Carl was in Firewalk, right? right? He was the guy. Sure, <laughs> glad you watched it. Now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so doesn't Evil Coop say like you're still with me? Yes, and, good and they do like such that? a yep. great. He does such a great um, like CG effect. I think where they actually kind of meld um, Kyle MacLachlan's face, face with Frank Silva's with face. Yes, and it's do. pretty effective and pretty real. And it happens slowly. It gave me the chills. I thought like, it was really good. He's like, good. You're still in there. So he's, yeah, he's either using Bob's like energy. But I wonder if at this point, yeah, it it made me think that he's pushed, like, Evil Coop has taken over and almost is able to, like, shut out Bob and Mm -hmm. not use him and just is independent of Bob. But yeah, kind of weird, in a show that really never spoon feeds you, um, where, like... They spoon feed you the thing that you, like, know the most. (laughs) Right, it felt like... Oh, is Bad Coop evil? I I knew that. I knew that he was possessed by Bob. In all fairness, like, the weird CGI thing was Bob, but you had to be, like, looking for Bob and really see the Bob, so I get why they did it, but it was, like, yes... In ooh, could fairness. you imagine how cool... I mean, how much cooler it would have been if they didn't do the flashback and you just had to kind of be like, ooh, that was a cool little Easter egg. Right. Yeah. And they said, yeah, but so. not as much because he's not fully Bob anymore. Right. Yes. Then we get a really sweet scene with Mike, which I, like, strangely love that they found a way to just bring Mike in for a moment. And <laughs> Mike as in Snake of Snake and Bopper. Oh. Yeah, Mike's the real estate guy. Or uh, Mike and Nadine. Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the bit is that, guy. or is it real He's estate or a, car? Yeah. It's um, whatever, like... Car salesman. Car salesman. Or... The cracky head guy comes in and they're like, he's like, this resume is bullshit. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's I like... no, that was... It's um, like, right. get yeah, your act Mike. together and act Weird. responsibly. Catch, yeah. I did not catch that at Which all. is just cute that it was Mike telling a teenager who was like a former Mike. I, I, I like how they... But with we, a way heavier coke problem. <laughs> like, yes. way. Yeah, like, yeah. Mike was a douche, but he was a douche in, like, an 80s ski movie with John Cusack, not right. in, like... Yeah, Mike was still know. a good kid. He, a he went to school. Dude. He was probably... We don't know what And he, he, he redeems was himself. But I do love that, like, yeah, Mike is now totally a dad. He's totally, like, act responsibly, young man. <laughs> and just calls... Um, the kid into his call Stephen into his office not to give him the job but just to tell him why he didn't get the job. So he's like <laughs> yeah. a very responsible dad figure. So like, let me tell you how bad you screwed up here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I put Sh- Doris. Uh, okay, so Sheriff's wife Doris. Man, I struggle with her. 
I I don't know what we're trying to do here. What are we trying to do, David Lynch? She's kind of the new Nadine, like just like screaming. But it's not funny, bad acting, and and then I guess. But Nadine wasn't necessarily funny. No, right. But it's also not soapy enough. Right. It's it's they're not making really any use of soapiness. It's not really a soap parody anymore. No. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. No, it's all Lynch. It's all There are parts that are like soapy, like legitimately soapy, where you're just like, "What am I right. looking at?" Like, I don't know. I think it, yes. I think so that where it kind of fails is like why. So so many times I'm asking myself, "Why are we watching this scene?" And you, mm-hmm. with Lynch, you assume oh it's going to pay off. But no, like, not always. But yeah, well, you don't. You or hardly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like maybe a yeah. one four shot that it's going to. This information is going to be relevant. Yeah. And if it is, you'll probably have forgotten the scene that you're thinking about by the time you like get to the next bit in the yeah. spotlight. At least Unless I you're do. taking yeah. notes and yeah. podcasting. Like we right. just like I watched uh, part five the first time. I at least a couple weeks ago, I guess maybe before we left for Mexico even, and then yeah, or like when it came yeah. out. Yeah, we just rewatched it and like I had forgotten like half the stuff that happens and like like a lot of it's referenced back in episode seven, which we're not going to talk about today, but like. I I had forgotten that all this stuff was set up for seven yeah. and five. It's you frustrating, know, Lynch. We can't all it, be on your level. It is a little frustrating. I think one thing that I noticed, so I did like a rewatch of the first five in a row because I was thinking about how I wanted to experience it as a binge watch to see how that would feel and how that would change things. And I was writing down character names because I was trying to like help us out if we were going to do a part a PowerPoint part two like to get that rolling. Um, so I was writing all the character names and I was noticing that they were adding exponentially fewer and fewer each episode, even though there's still, there's so many characters, they're not adding as many new ones. I think there might be some strategy going on here on Lynch's part of like, if I introduce so much that you don't know what's important, you're paying attention to everything and trying to read into everything, and it kind of puts you into this heightened state of like awareness. Yeah. And right. given his attachment to transcendental meditation, that sort of fits. So I'm wondering if he, because there are times he throws us off the scent on purpose. He does. I know. Yeah. And part of me is like, are we more hyper aware just because of we do this podcast? Mm-hmm. So we take notes, we pay attention, right. we jot down anything where we We're texting each other number theory. <laughs> like, my new philosophy is I watch it, just watch it, and then when I watch it again, I'm like, oh, look at that number in the background. I'm just going to jot that down because that right. might come back again. And so, but as a casual watcher, you wouldn't be doing right. that. You would just be like, okay, I'm just going to try to get the major plot points yeah. going on. Especially now... With Netflix, like how we wa- consume the media, right. it's we sit for twelve hours and we right. watch the full season, straight yeah. like straight binge. through, and then like would this hold up, up in a binge? This would yeah, like I feel like yeah. it'd be better than a binge watch. Like yeah, I wish it we could be watch better this. Than a binge. It would yeah, be better than a binge. Be able to follow all these threads like that are intertwining and not. You know, we discussed my memory issues. Like, I'm not <laughs> recalling all these little, like... Like, I've forgotten about, like, the Argentina box that turns into a little ball. Right, which could be absolutely nothing. <laughs> or it could yeah. be, like, literally the meaning of the entire show. But, like... Right. One thing with the... Yeah. With the rewatch, um, 
Oh, that's a seven thing. Never mind. But there's like number theory from the first 30 seconds of the first episode that come back later. And it's like, whoa, you have to be just like so on the ball. (laughs) So I guess what we're saying, guys, is if you are listening to this podcast, very good for you. You need it to watch the show. And then some numbers (laughs) are like what Melissa said before, 119 is just 911 backwards. backwards. So there's right. another misleading, like... Yeah, yeah they, they do throw... I think he does uh, like to throw you there. off on purpose a little bit. But then again, I think there's other things that are just are too long and going on too long. Like Dougie. Uh. I just... I There is... There's always comedic leverage with Kyle McLaughlin. He's so sweet. He's a great actor, but by the end of... At the part five, you're like, he does not seem like he's mentally stable. How does his family <laughs> right. and friends not be like, yeah. dude, like, did this guy have a stroke and no one's, like, paying attention right. to it? Like, Janie, we, Janie says she's going to take him to see yeah, Dr. Ben. finally, finally she says her <laughs> acting is weird as shit. <laughs> part six, it's like, well, thank the fucking lord that someone right like you're having like, to point oh, him to the hey. bathroom when he has to go to the bathroom you're having like it and people just giggle about it and i was like really right it really? begs the like, question like who was dougie before this that right. they're like not acting like this is crazy i wanted to bring it i don't like i actually had this thought like when i was watching a non-dougie scene but like it, it's definitely appropriate for dougie scenes which is like in the lynchverse you, you, you're kind of thinking, why isn't someone in this scene, in this scene saying, why are you acting so right. weird in, like, every single scene? There's like, always, there's always saying, someone just, where's Poochie every time Poochie's <laughs> not in this scene? There's, like, always someone just being, like, ridiculously inappropriate. I just want, yeah, like, I want what? to see the person in the background with, like, this face right. on going... And when he's, like, in the lobby, just kind of wandering in a circle, I'm like, some friendly receptionist would run up and be like, can I help you, sir? Or, like, security. There's so many times he's just left to his own devices. Because somehow he comes home, he's, like, 30 pounds thinner, and he doesn't speak in complete sentences. And we're just like, Jesus Christ, Dougie, get your shit together. But it's like... Do like and yeah, he had a whole life before. Like he wasn't living in a home. Like he had a job and a right. wife and a kid. And, like it's really he was a bothersome. functioning human being, and he's t- now not just functional not at uh-oh. all. And and it, people are like just sort of like, oh, he's, Dougie's a little off today. Right. You know, yep, I just yep. had a thought. I'm I don't know if <laughs> this really is what they're doing, but because we just watched that moment um, where you find out about. Doris is Doris and the sheriff's son um, committed suicide, yes. and it's because of PTSD. I think that's it was at six or five. Six. six. That's that six. six yeah. But I'm jumping ahead for a reason, listeners. I'm wondering if the Dougie story is kind of a metaphor about PTSD. Like that's what it's like when you mm. have PTSD that you've come back and something's wrong with you. You went through this horrific ordeal and like something's wrong, but people are just acting like everything's fine and trying to plug you right back into your old spot, but you don't fit. I'm wondering I mean, if there's think, something there. I don't. Yeah, I don't know um, if he's making like a comment on our current political situation, but I, I, but I do believe that yeah, like that's exactly what he's portraying in that character. Because he has PTSD like, from being in the Black right, Lodge for 25 yeah, years. Right. And the way that we treat 
soldiers returned from war is like just, trying oh, to yeah, yeah, not see that they exist or trying to not see that they have a problem, yeah. not trying to help. Right, and right. Ignore the, I'm wondering right, if that's ignore, ignore the problem. Treat them as if they're normal. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if that's, if there's something there. I mean, I always that's appreciated point, yeah. like one of my favorite things about the Lord of the Rings trilogy is that in the end, Frodo isn't happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. he, he's, he did it. Cause you wouldn't, when you go through emotional trauma, there's yeah. a cost and like yeah. Cooper has gone through a trauma. That could totally be complete malarkey, but if that's what Lynch is doing, like, cool. Yeah, Bilbo is so changed by his time with the ring. Right. That he has to, like, go off to the Elven land. Like, there isn't a happily ever after. Yeah, he can't Which I always appreciated. I thought that that stuff with kind of, like, PTSD from The Hobbits was really good. (laughs) Totally good stuff. Oh, okay, so statue. Half my notes just say... Uh, no one thinks he has mental illness, right. question mark. Totally does, though. Yeah. So no one sees The word stroke runs through my mind many times. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it seems seen. like something severely wrong. Yeah. The only one who said that was Jade, too. Nobody yeah. else. I know. Jade's really with it. Yeah. Jade's on top. Um, the statue <laughs> at Lucky 7 Insurance. I try not to read other <laughs> Twin Peaks blogs or, like, look at uh, other things. But I couldn't but help but see. Contamination. Incoming. I got contaminated. Um that there is a fan theory going around all over the place that the statue is David Bowie. Um, And that it resembles a character he played in, like, the 70s. Let's see, 1976, which is so... Part of the courthouse in Vegas? Oh, Um, I Yeah, not that statue, though. Okay. I said, like, that, that, that... Courtyard? That courtyard looks like... It could be the actual Coruscant Maze. I'm not sure if it is or not, but it's similar style. So there's very well there's talk yeah, that they, that's might have, they might have shot it there. I don't know, and I don't think, but I don't think the statue is actually there. Okay. I think I would remember that, but I don't know. Yeah, so that the statue that I thought was Roosevelt at first. Roosevelt, cowboy. Very svelte Roosevelt. That's what I wrote in my notes. Was like well, no Dougie glasses. loves the Roosevelt I statue. <laughs> Very There's like nothing to connect that <laughs> nope. to Teddy Roosevelt There's at all. Not, not one thing. Was, I just went with it. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So he's really into it, but maybe so many other things so, that it could be. Yeah. So many. Sure, sure, true. Sure, 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 true. Um, Roosevelt what, was once photographed wearing that sort of hat. I guess is where that's you're what it, at. That's what I'm yes. going for. Yeah. That one day. Yeah. That one picture. Yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> Lucky Seven is. First, first obvious number theory thing. It's Lucky Seven Insurance. Mm-hmm. Lots of sevens. Yeah, threes. We meet the fives. full staff of Lucky Seven. On numbers only. Prime numbers also. And right. Two, there's twos. Two, and so div- one, two, well, three, five, seven. A lot of them prime. are divisible by one of those prime numbers too. All the numbers that come up. Okay. Oh, I love it. Um. Yeah. Interesting power that Dougie now. I've been calling them. You played that game as a child, but (laughs) some of us did. I love it. uh, So I think there's. I'm calling it Black Lodge powers, but like all the times that Dougie gets like little clues of something, (laughs) it's like a Black Lodge power. He gets a little Black Lodge intuition in the staff meeting that Anthony. Tony is yeah. lying. Yeah. And he just goes, he's lying. Which I really like. It reminds me of Saga yeah. fans of Lying Cat. If lying. you are a Saga and Twin Peaks fan, why we're not best friends, like, just call me. Let's hang out. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, so there's there's some powers of intuition. He gets the case files. Oh, I love this. So every once in a while, Kyle McLaughlin will repeat something back and say it totally normally, Coop, like regular mm-hmm. Cooper. Right, right. And it's usually something that's tied to his past. So, like, the first time he says case files, he's just, like, case files, like, in a normal case voice, files. like, Cooper, not, like, mm-hmm. Dougie. Not, like, stroke Dougie. Not, like, stroke, stroke Dougie. Dougie. I think it, I just miss him. Can we also talk about how Dougie's car is stuck in this model home, which is fine. But somehow, this is drawing thieves, even though there are other cars in other driveways throughout the whole thing. So a car drives by playing metal music, so you know they're the bad guy (laughs) because it's heavy metal. And they drive by once, (laughs) and then they drive by again and are like, no one has claimed this car yet. This car hasn't moved, so obviously we should steal it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's and really... it's not like a nice car. No, like, it's no. a totally shitty car. They make the point of talking about how right. shitty of a car it's it is. like, we drive shitty cars. People don't steal shitty cars. Yeah. <laughs> but people do steal... I mean, sometimes... Except for Toyota Corollas, because those... Are very easily Their parts stolen. are swapped yeah. out easily. Uh, ah. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> I I, they, used to, they used to be widely stolen because there were so many on the road that like you could sell the parts to anybody. Oh. Yeah. I knew someone who had like a Acura, but it was an older model, and someone just stole all the seats out of it. Like, he went to go to work, and there was no seats in his oh car. Oh, my God. And so he's like, he's like, I was on the phone, and I had to be like, I'll call you back. I got to call the insurance company. <laughs> Because, like, it was an old enough model where they didn't have the seeds, so people just stole stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Chicago. (laughs) Speaking of stole stuff, what do you guys think of Jim Belushi in this? Well, he stole my heart and the scene. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't don't think he didn't work for me. Not needed. He didn't didn't not work for me. I mean, he gets a lot of hate that's not really... Really warranted. I, like I mean, like I don't Does like him. Does he ever got a lot of like unnecessary love? Oh my, well, no, no. There's been a huge backlash like against Jim Belushi. And, oh really? Yeah. For like, Twin Peaks or just no? Like, just, oh, I was like, who even is noticing? Like there's stories about like him urinating on a craft services table or something no like that. Yeah, like wow. I, I was more just thinking which, I couldn't tell if he was doing the like. David Lynch fake bad acting or real bad acting or just was poorly cast or what was going on but he just wasn't working for me in this scene with him and pit boss Warwick and Supervisor Burns. I like Supervisor Burns. Supervisor Burns is great. all of the names. I like everything. I like the other guy too. He's weird yeah, looking. Yeah, he's got the weird but face. But Jim Belushi, no. He's too... Yes, there's something... Have you guys too recognizable. Have you guys explained to our no. listening public how you know the names of all these minor characters? Yes, because okay. of the fire stick. Yeah. We fire have given stick. the fire stick a lot IMDb. of love. It is the greatest invention though. And it like gives you this song. <laughs> That's what's yeah. great because normally I'm scrambling to tune find to try and find like songs in the episode. Because I love to make playlists inspired by episodes of TV. Hence, the, at the Bang Bang Bar that I just started on on Spotify. But yeah, love the fire stick. That's but, the thing, so, too, is like we don't know if these are minor characters or if they'll come back and be that, super yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. It's really upsetting. Uh, Three showgirls, 40 jackpots, $425,000. Which, ooh, again... Hmm. Um, yeah, they don't. They don't just hand you a 
half a million dollars in cash. <laughs> There's so many ways they right. don't do this. This goes down. They like how it would Which not go down. Which is understandable by why this house guy, like how the casino definitely guy by your, got fired. If, if you get two jackpots in, in a day, they're pulling you off the floor and not letting right. you get back in that casino until they figure out what the hell happened. I really I liked the. Uh, and they're not giving you cash any time soon either. So now I'm starting to think a lot of this stuff is mis misdirection. I like having the three pretty blonde women because, I mean, how much does that misdirect you? Just three beautiful blondes in a matching costume. Yeah. And the one of them is kind of like unaffectedly moving her hand like on an air current almost as um, Burns gets beat up, which really? I think is a really cool, like move that's very Lynch-like and that sometimes when evil things kind of happen those three women are very they're like possessed like the room has some sort of evil current that she's kind of like reveling in um so I like I like those three girls I thought that was a cool little thing oh and then we get back to meth kid yeah (laughs) but I call him two of my notes (laughs) he tried yeah he literally doesn't have any something's going on (laughs) (laughs) meth kid He's a kid with crazy adventures. He's like the best. One nine, mom. And he has a big red one on the front of his shirt. I Come also, on, Lynch. I made a note about that. We're too, too smart for you in your number theory. <laughs> There's no number theory at all. Like, none of it will come around. <laughs> so I just have it's just number kid. one, Kelly. I don't know. I'm not sure where you're going. Lynch is like, oh. <laughs> My notes are, meth kid knows something's going on with the car. And then I have, again, as I mentioned previously, why do you steal the car during the day? Why this car? It's, why throw rocks at the kid? Because that's going to get a lot more suspicious to the neighbors of right. you throwing rocks at meth kid while you're trying to steal this car. In, like, a complex where yeah. there's other it, cars Map on. kid, you lovable scam. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's again, true. why this car? He's our generation. He's the menace. <laughs> Meth kid. I want to see him, him in the Sunday papers. Him and boy. Yeah. You know everything's... So, I watch it with subtitles, and every time it... Uh, brackets dramatic music. I know. Oh my god. That's happening. It happens before, like, the car blows up. Right. It's like dramatic music. And it's like, shit's going down now. The subtitles are a beat ahead a little bit, and it's a little bit rough. So, guess what happens right after Meth Kid, though? Our first shot of the Double R Diner. In all fairness, Jade finds the key to... Oh, yeah, Jade. uh, I didn't even take a note on that. Yeah. Jade made Jade finds uh, the... The motel key to room 315 at the Grand Great Northern. Can I throw that in my note? And she... Sticks it or back actually, in the post office she, box. Does she like find it? Samaritan. Or the guy, the guy watching detailing her car finds it and is like, hey. And he knows that what she does. Because he's right, like, yeah, do you have a John? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And he said, did you, yeah, did you have a John in here? <laughs> she gets a discount of that She's car like, wash, oh, I think. Dougie. <laughs> from Washington. So I wonder what Dougie's up to. And I said, at least Jade's a good Samaritan. She is. She's cool. We like Jade. She's like, I'm just going to throw this in the mailbox. She's a good case for like the positive, cool, chill sex worker. Like, just doing her job. Being awesome. <laughs> and now we can go now, everyone's now we can go to the double R. So just a thing about the double R. Like, it's so it has such a nostalgic power and it is real, guys. Pat and I have been there. Mm-hmm. It was when we pulled into the parking lot, I cried when I saw the sign. 
like, and they're using all the scenes for, for, from the real restaurant. Now it's like all the real interior season, too. Whereas the first two seasons, the majority were in a soundstage. Right. Right. You can tell the difference. Is yeah. it called the double R? The sign yeah. says the double R, and it like everything in there says the double R, but they have another name too. Yeah, that it's I like they have a T and two R, so it's like the T. But the boxes that are the double R to go boxes, that's what their boxes look yeah. like. Like they're, it's we. I just died when we yeah, saw it. It just makes me so happy, and it really was an awesome awe moment that we really needed. Like we had been in the muck with Dougie and. Meth yeah. boys and it's just mired in muck, yeah. and then we get to the double R, and you feel like it's like home base. You know, you're like, ah, everything's the same. Yeah, and they've got Norma and Shelly. Shelly and the German girl are still yep. there. Yep, and Toad. And Toad. Um, and then we meet Becky Burnett, who is Shelly's daughter, played by Amanda Seyfried. Um, and she's asking for money. Apparently Doesn't look for, like it's the first time. Right. Multiple times. And Norma Norma seems to have some feelings about this that she mm-hmm. expresses to Shelly. Disapproves. About. Yeah. Is this when she says to Shelly, like, you know it's only going to get harder yeah. later? So I'm wondering yeah. if Norma knows about, is Norma referring to just like general money borrowing or a drug problem? Probably a little bit of. In all fairness, because of when we first see Shelly, she's at the bar, and she's like, my daughter's in with a bad seed, basically, so it's like... And when Amanda Seacreed asks for money, she's like talking about her husband, she's like giving excuses, Mm -hmm. she's like, he's looking for work, and we just need... And we know he's looking for work, and he was a total shit in his interview (laughs) with Mike. he did all that cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) So, he's... You guys know Becky knew Laura. (gasps) Oh my god! I put that same thing. (laughs) It is. There's so many parallels between Becky and Laura. She's dating the. Who's her daddy? (laughs) Right, right. We don't know. Leo? Is it Bobby? Right. We have no idea. Not likely Leo. I don't think. And I don't necessarily think Bobby. He had an anvil over his head. Yeah. No (laughs) No, spiders. A cage of tarantulas. If we say. One more person says he had an anvil over his head. I swear to God. <laughs> he was being suspended over a, a, a big pool of sharks <laughs> yeah. that had laser beams he on their He had just heads. run off a cliff and was about to look down and realize he <laughs> run off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Um, if then he stopped halfway going, no. I wonder, yeah, I don't know if, if I get Bobby from the look of... Right. Amanda Seafried, but then again, I don't really get Leo either, so I don't know who her father is. But she new. has tons of Laura parallels. She kind of got Bobby's cheekbones. Just that's true. They're there. very chiselly. She could, if you put them together, I'd believe it. Like if they were standing next to each other, they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I see the it." Eyes yeah. thing too. They're a little further apart, and that's true. Right. Well, if you think about it, Bobby did not make sense with Garland Briggs and Betty. Briggs. That's true. Two like one redhead and one blonde. <laughs> yeah, and Bobby. Well, and like very brown haired. I mean, you know, my dad looks Puerto Rican, so it's yeah. sometimes children look different than their parents. <laughs> okay, <right. laughs> That's true. I've seen pictures of both so of your parents. Is, and 
Don't we don't know where you come from. It's not. Yeah, my brother and I look alike, though, so it was a package <laughs> deal at least. Whoever um, it definitely. Yeah, I look voice. like my aunt, but yeah, it's it's weird. It's definitely parallels between her and Laura. She's got that kind of like town sweetheart vibe, even when she comes in to the double R. Everybody knows her. Mm-hmm. She's the pretty, Cute. pretty girl. With um, the bread. If you've been listening to our podcast closely, listeners, you know how I feel about male gingers. <laughs> this is one of the worst cases I've ever seen. <laughs> male gingeritis. Well, you can't have a crackhead male ginger. Like, it's the worst oh, my of God. every world. It is, like, because so aggressively ginger. Because when you put a skinny ginger, it's just a horrible skeleton with red oh, hair. Oh, my God. The freckles are just everywhere, well, taking over It's also everything. something that... I was like, Becky's too pretty, really, for this. Right, guy. she's like, like just like an angel. That is true. Like, <laughs> something like, must have happened. She was blind, and then she woke up. Something had. There's one thing if he was like an executive at a company, but like he's a right. method. But like, right. He's a co- all fairness, cokehead. Get it right. Uh, <laughs> it could be okay. Actually, a powder. I don't know. It was. I feel like they are. You can snort meth. It. It's the designer stuff that I know from Indy David Sedaris. <laughs> I know, but we've been talking about the sparkle coming down from Canada, which I believe is just right. Funny. I I, 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 I wrote that Amanda Seyfried looks like an anime Barbie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember it's writing so funny that. It's true. <laughs> the way they shoot her and they do have a great song Uh, the Paris Sisters I Love How You Love Me which is a really good 50s throwback which that's another thing missing from this treatment of Twin Peaks (laughs) is like no 50s nostalgia in the original series they kind of have a little bit more noir 50s-ish kind of feel and they're being a little more modern well speaking of things that have changed like and Andy's, I don't know the actor's name, but the way he's playing Andy as, like... The thing is, Andy's character worked Sorry. as a young man. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, you can be that naive and whatever. Young, as, dumb. As, yeah, as, a, yeah, as a, like, like, a young buck, like... Yeah. Just, but now he's, like, 60 years old, and he's, he's... If anything, he's playing him, like, dumber than he was in his 30s, and it really gets to me. It's, I don't know, like, every time he's, like, yeah. opened his mouth, he's, like... Oh, like he's kind of like he's like he's have he's gotten the Dougie treatment too. It seems like he's like, oh, I mean, I don't know. It was, I don't know. I think he's just really sweet. I mean, I think he's, he's sweet, but he has gotten, yeah. He hasn't. He hasn't gotten smarter. He has, he has gained no wisdom as a, in thirty years. So it seems, especially you know. like well, because he's a wanna... final files and goes, "Have you seen any Indians?" Right. Because I haven't. And it's like, oh, come Aww, on. You've been you're a pretty. Could it be for an act? Thirty years. Could now? it be a little yeah. bit of an act by Andy though? <laughs> I would love to see that plotline play out. I, I would. just don't. I'm I just think for that. Andy's genuine salt of the earth as good as it gets. Like, <laughs> I there's a. Pat is referencing a fan theory that's floating that, like, Andy is secretly, like, some sort of diabolical schemer. I just don't see it. Phantom Menace. Yeah, I think Andy's, like, as sweet and predictable and lovely as Andy. Evil, but just more. Become a little bit more corrupt. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't see it. I I think I, I did like. 
that scene with him and Hawk in the sheriff's department looking through the files. You know, we've talked about, like, how the scenes all kind of are just too long. That scene was was Very long. the right oh. amount of long in the beginning, <laughs> I thought. I thought it was the right amount of long. It was yeah. a good reason to be long. Because, but, again, whenever we bring it back to Twin Peaks, it's cutting whatever kind of lynchiness that we've just right. had to, like, go through. It's true. So it's just, like, a lot of evil coop or Dougie coop. Yeah. Or Dougie coop just stares <laughs> at a statue and does that weird the one guy that comes into the elevator and faces the wrong direction <laughs> and you're supposed to be like I get it, you're talking to your friend but this is not what society wants you to do. <laughs> like, could you just turn around making we everyone live in a society really uncomfortable? People. And yeah. evil coop can dial the phone with the craziest mad it's like he, <laughs> I don't know if, if if elves dialed phones that's how they would dial phones what he's doing with his fingers yeah. and then it magically sets off every alarm in the place but he's still on a call right it would make more sense if like he had to make another call and maybe he did, uh, I'm not gonna get into the computer Hacker science theory. of all this but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah well, yeah if you can hack a normal I mean, touch tone phone into Somehow, like, the whole computer system... Well, no, I mean, all you used to do is call a computer that's, that's set up pre-existing ah. to do something. So that actually makes sense. Oh, it, okay. Um, it's just... Oh, Todd's <laughs> proven this. Ah. I'm, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, like... <laughs> they make it look like he, the, the way it's shot, like, he's, like, doing this magic little finger dance. With it, yeah. And it's like... And they speed up... What they do to make it look weird, I think, is that they speed up his hand movements. Probably, but the yeah. rest of him is still a normal. Okay. I like, too, that that must mean that, like, in the Black Lodge, they had, like, computer programming classes. Because when would... <laughs> oh, wait, no. Yeah, Evil Coop has been out yeah. about. Never mind. Evil <laughs> Coop's been Roman free. He's been Roman free. <laughs> the cow he's been getting <laughs> Coop has been Evil Coop for as long as there's been the personal computer. Right, so, that's yeah. true. So he's cracked. <laughs> yeah. 1990 or and then And that's when he... Is that the first time he mentions uh, Mr. Mr. Strawberry? Strawberry. Yes. 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 So Mr. Yes. Strawberry is his, play, his, his chip that he's dangling. Holding. Although we don't really know that yet. For... Yeah. Oh, okay. episode seven. Oh, well, it. we know that it affects he, yeah, the warden. The warden hears the warden Mr. Has Strawberry a and he's like, oh... Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? I don't think Mr. Strawberry can take any calls. Yeah, I don't think he's he's taking taking any any calls calls now. Some of these lynch actors, this is how they distress is shown by putting a hand on the face in some (laughs) form. Like, Tammy does it when we're just looking at Tammy's face and she has to convey... Tammy, yeah. Curiousness. Can we talk about Tammy? Restraint is not a big part of Tammy's acting (laughs) style. Oh I God. wanted to like her so really badly. I really that did. Head. Yeah. And her is, shoulders. I don't know what she's she trying to do. She can only move her hips. Well, she's moving everything, and just none of it is feeling right. And she's right. got that thing where um, she equates sexy with just having your mouth open all the time. <laughs> like, like mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not sexy. Not, <laughs> if you've ever been weird. next to it's, one. No yeah. matter if she's a pretty girl, if she's breathing out right. her mouth, it's gonna get kind of weird. Yeah, it all—it's it all makes her feel just affected. It doesn't feel like sexy. It's not like turning me on, and 
I'll be the first to give a girl props for sexiness. We know I'm Audrey's biggest fan. So it's just weird. I don't get I don't get what her like purpose is. Old right. Shelly is doing very well first. Yeah, I like that. It, with age, Shelly has felt more comfortable exposing her boobs. Like she unbuttons oh, her like, double R. I know. I'm doing good. I'm doing right. well. Just expose it. With this age stuff. But Tammy's just like, something's going on with this evil Coop. Right. And then this picture of Coop from the... Fucking red room. <laughs> it's from the red room. Everyone in the cast, we're gonna take your picture in the red room. <laughs> we're gonna use this for your picture now. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like a screen grab from the red room, and yeah. that's like the, the file photo they have of Agent like, Dale Cooper. Could it be As someone that Girl? Google's images of Dale Cooper a lot? Twin Peaks, <laughs> like it comes up. Right. I bet I bet Lynch did that on purpose. It's like a wink. Yeah, kind of like Jacques yeah, behind the true. bar. I mean, yeah. hope. Yeah, I don't know. Or he just not, didn't have any pictures of young Agent Cooper. And yeah. was like, He's like, this looks easier. Google, Google, Google search. image search. <laughs> Google image search this. Do we have that <laughs> printer with color ink? Uh, fuck it. We'll just use the one from the library. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin has one in his Trapper Keeper. <laughs> Kyle, bring me one of those pictures. Yeah, I think... I always t- keep reminders in my ear. Here you go, David. <laughs> That was my favorite day in Twin Peaks. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like, too, I wrote, Tammy has a crush on young Coop. Like, she's looking at the young Probably, mom with the yeah. picture and being like, mm, mm, mommy like. Yeah, he does. looks good. Yeah. And then she needs to touch her face a bunch of times. Yeah, that's also the way you show desire. It's facial touching. Oh. Oh, <laughs> the language of love. Um... Do we want to talk about Jacoby's show? Oh, yeah. Dr. Ann? Pod, our His competing <laughs> podcast? Yeah, Jacoby, way to go. Yeah, yeah Dr. Amps, like, he's... Dr. Amps, His rant conspiracy. about global He's conspiracy. going up the ramp. There's a lot of amp rhymes, yeah. I can't remember. Doing do we, the vamp. It's 7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Is how he starts it. Yeah, and then he's lighting the lamp of freedom. <laughs> yeah, and the solution is to buy one of his gold shit shoveling shovels. <laughs> yeah. Right. Shovel your way out of the shit and into the truth. And you can't see the conspiracy without a cosmic flashlight, which is a gold right. flashlight with cardboard which wings glued to it. probably sold before. Right, which we were saying he probably, yeah. like, that was his first infomercial product was the cosmic flashlight in <laughs> 1995. Yeah. And everybody's watching this. I feel like this is the new invitation to love for Twin it's, Peaks. Like, they have, like, yeah. Dr. Jacoby's well, People are actually podcast. paying attention to this. No one really paid attention <laughs> to Invitation to Love when I, it was in the background. I think you'll find out that Nadine probably b- has bought all of his products. She yeah, seems like not. the target She's market. She's really yeah. into it. Is it supposed to be anti-weed or pro-weed? I can't really tell. No, no, he didn't. He wasn't talking about weed at all. No, he mentioned cannabis a no, couple he times. Didn't, no, yeah. he didn't. And he's like... No, he did not. I, the, I'm just... I'm oh. telling you, I, I, I wrote it down. For some reason, Jerry I was like, is smoking must... cannabis right, while, yeah, while watching. Right, yeah, while he's watching. That's Jerry's always smoking yeah, cannabis. Yeah, that's must hear, understand, and act. Oh. I don't like how Jerry is like... I don't like the... He's... Well, this is more of an episode seven comment, but I'll just finish my thought. Like he's become like this total like caricature. Yeah, drug burnout caricature. Right. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. a little much. Yeah, and there's and there's he was more, more interesting to him. before. Yeah, yeah. there's it, he was funnier when he was able to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jacoby has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a video podcast. Right. It's more a of a YouTube channel, vlog? probably. A vlog. Is what the, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. Whatever the kids are doing these days. 
Um, we find out that we find out about the body. So um, the prints that they found are they find prints for Garland Briggs on the John Doe in the. North As in Dakota. the John Doe, the headless body is Major Briggs. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. And they um, and. Uh, it comes up. Who I think of as Agent Scully comes in. <laughs> right. The Not, redhead yeah. military Cindy. lady. Charlotte. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy. you're right. Cindy. Yeah. Cindy. Yeah. yeah. Cindy. Because it's Ghostbuster guy, and then he says, first class Cindy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's the 16th time they've found prints yeah. of Briggs. Oh, okay. In the last nope. 25 years. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm Prince. Okay. Yeah, that's but not, right. yeah, not Prince. the, so Remember all we know body. right now is that they have Prince. Yeah, that's all. The they, body, we don't yeah, know don't for sure. We don't have any information. On but, it. yes. We know, we know that the body is. Okay, oh. important character entrance. Um, bang, bang, bar, we get, I just think he's an important character, or will be. Um, <laughs> yeah. The band Trouble playing the song Snake Eyes, which is a really good band and song. Um, we're introduced to a young James Dean kind of type who's smoking right next to a no smoking sign. Can I put what I called him in my note? Yes, which please. Which is rapey guy. <laughs> I called well, him. I said rapey Barcy. <laughs> rapey Barcy. I said Twin Peaks Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Like, like, that's like, it right there. <laughs> he's Except he doesn't have. <laughs> well, okay, so let's let's break the scene down. So he's smoking on purpose so that the cop guy will come, the crooked cop, what's his name? Chad. Chad will come over. Chad, you who, dick. Who, who apparently works <laughs> as, a as a bouncer Chad. in his off time at the roadhouse. Yeah. And uh, so he's like trying to get Chad's attention, and like and he says like you know you keep you can keep the pack. I don't want any more. And then right. there's like a bribe in there, or money for coke or whatever hookers. Yeah. I so can't. the police are dirty because they're helping to run yeah. coke. Runs sparkle through the border. But then his James Dean Rebel Without a Cause Act has attracted the attention of some females at the next booth. And a bunch one... of little fucking smoking babies. <laughs> his words, not mine, listeners. Little Oh, little fucking smoking babies. <laughs> Which I was like, kind of thinking the, the other, the girlfriends who don't help the, their girlfriend, Charlotte... They are babies. Yeah, he ratchets things up. He ratchets it up from a zero to an eleven in about so five seconds. Quickly. Yeah. He's so quickly, so aggressive. As soon as she sits down, he literally just grabs her. And this is where it's like uh, uh, it just bothers me because it's unrealistic. Because like no one, her three girlfriends are like kind of bemusedly taking it in for like right uh, at least twenty seconds. The I bo- wonder. I mean, it seems like that's happening so frequently that it has to be on purpose. That like there are these big things happening. Around us that we're just not reacting to. Uh, yeah, it could be like a. I, I mean, I I have read that that's like sort of one of his themes actually. So maybe that. Because really like totally yeah, right. he does. I mean, she, a girl coming to sit with you at a bar, you know, doesn't mean that she wants to fuck you for sure. I mean, <laughs> no. like you can't just like jump to that level. Dudes. And if. <laughs> Your girlfriend's getting grabbed at a bar. Again, Step drunk in. girls are very much packed. Even ones that you don't know. Yeah. We're best friends in the bathroom, and then when we come oh, out... Yeah, and every like, drunk guy wants to be the hero. If you see somebody, <laughs> somebody like choking a girl out in a booth, you're going to like, yo, right. go, hey! <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's not what happens. 
So this kid is evil. But no one does that. This, this scene goes on for like a well, weirdly we don't long know. time. We don't know. They don't say... I don't necessarily yeah, you don't see, you don't think people are as chivalrous as... Right. I think a lot of people no. stand there and watch things yeah. happen. I mean, I, yeah, I, I people get very... I guys a little bit on this. People get freaked out Sorry, when I, something <laughs> traumatic happens think, and just don't do anything. Yeah, I don't think necessarily people would step in. Yeah, it's sad, but I think Maybe about that too. Maybe eventually they would, yeah. Like if I was getting right beat away. to death on the L, no one would do anything. Like people are. Uh, her friends would. I mean, her friends were like <laughs> yeah. right there. Well, they with did her. say yeah. something. They did. Yeah. They're like, but hey. she, like, they like, but they're kind of like, hey. No. When some he's girl like, would come around the booth. Yeah, right. they, they, like, they would all be on. Show her. Right. And how they not have a bouncer at the anyway? Yeah. Like there would be spray pepper spray in the air. And how sad is this band that has to be in the scene? With rapey guys. I know. Now they can't use it in their like demo. <laughs> like um, like, the oh. the other guys the, who do Mississippi. Their I, whole like their one video is the scene from Twin Peaks. Yes, yeah, David Lynch it, yeah. uses pretty new bands who don't have like yeah. a lot out there. And I can't. This is the the guy the guy with the get, really distorted guitar, right? He, I, yes. Yeah, I can't. Who's like also? Oh yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is yeah. Quite simple. Is that? I was like, is Trouble. that the He is the band. I can't decide if I think that guy's a good guitarist or. Not. What do you think, Pat? Because like he's, he he puts uh, some good sounds out, but he's not doing anything like technical. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's tough to. I love the bass. I couldn't, on this I couldn't really though. say. I, yeah, honestly, like I just can't decide if I if I like. I mean, I like the song, but like he just acts has. It could be just he has what a he's going of, for. Yeah, like so you It's working, know. so I don't yeah. know. I gotta say it too. I just think, even though I, I think the fact that it jumps from zero to fifty, the fact that like they so strongly make a visual and auditory choice in the first instant of seeing this character, because like the first thing you see is him smoking next to a non-smoking sign, which like couldn't give you a more strong message. And the the music that's playing, the band is called Trouble, and the music's like dun 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 dun. It's like danger music. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a pay attention. This is an important character moment, and when you find out this character's last name at the end of the episode in the rolling credits, which, in all fairness, I feel like Kelly was one of the only people that caught this. Like most people, do not watch the credits for every character name. I just want to say. I don't. <laughs> but I think it's important with Twin Peaks because what they're doing is they do the credits at the end of the episode. No, I mean, you know more. And then they release those actors onto IMDb. Yeah, like, yeah. they're really controlling the release of who is in the cast as it goes. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, really they probably do that with every show. They probably no, don't, they don't. No. Most shows you watch, yeah, you most, like are like, yeah. oh, here's a cool show. Oh, shit, this character's only because in three episodes. Know, but that's most shows that are like... Like, they put out, like, a season at a time. I feel like if there's a, for an episodic show, they probably don't put the characters... No, they do. Like, this has been, airs. like, a really, like, unique, uniquely controlled environment. Right. Like, the yeah. way... And the fact yeah, that they're he, not releasing as much as uh, you normally would. Like, if you a, looked at, like, This Is yeah. Us, which was a new show this season, and you pull up their IMDb, it would be all of the characters. Like, how many episodes yeah. they're in. They're in right. 15. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it but was extend. it dumped on Netflix all at once? Or was it... Ever, no, that was a... Like, that was, like, and, at the beginning of, like... Okay. And that was, like, one of the new shows. Because that's the only new show all that right. I know that withdrawn. <laughs> they do... Th- and it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, the, the opening credits, he... 
like is doing like line producer and casting director, right. which is neat. I think it's neat that those folks get like the full credit and attention in the way that the the actors usually do. But then the choice of having it at the end, and I think with this character in particular, they could have put just his first name. He yeah. put his like first Becky, and last I name. Feel like mm-hmm. Becky just is shown as Becky. Right. Yeah, and that that was weird. So. When the episode aired with Amanda Seyfried, it was Becky Burnett on the credits, but then IMDb was just Becky. So I don't I don't know for sure, but I think she's supposed to be married to Stephen Burnett. It seems like So wait, so what is James Dean's? So this is Richard Horn. Oh right. Um so the you know, the question here is then, is he Audrey's son? I yeah, which we can't get into that full theory until seven. Well, but I have a lot of uh, theory theories on the parentage of this child. I wrote that down before we watched seven, though. And I mean, it's either a <laughs> it's either a complete casting gift of coincidence, or I mean, his eyebrows and eyes could not look more Sherlock Fenn. They just couldn't. I just think, what? Oh yeah, light. I need some light. Yeah. I, it's it's interesting that David Lynch like wanted to give you that little nugget like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I am yeah. not convinced on this whole Audrey I feel like Audrey is too good for rapey guy in bar it could be too obvious you're right like he no. could be one like he knows we're gonna think that it's Audrey that, yeah too. so then he could knows it be... that so very well yeah he could just be uh... or Jerry's maybe he's Jerry's kid. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. Too. Could be. Could be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So He's, he doesn't seem. He doesn't have a nice car. He right. He drives that junky, tr- that big old truck. Yeah. And like it, um, it would be. I'm hoping, or it would seem uncharacteristic that Audrey would have stayed in Twin Peaks. So like, why would her son stay in Twin Peaks unless? Right. So more on that. We'll see, but. Uh, well, He's yeah. an interesting character for sure. He's an interesting looking character. And we too. see more of him later in episode six. Yes. With yeah. Some dime magic. And yes. Uh, this yeah. is this was the scene where I was like, why isn't someone being like, why are you acting so weird? Like, <laughs> are you trying to be a villain in a movie? Because you're doing it. Like, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. yeah with um, Red and Red Richard. And, oh, his name is Red? Red's the uh, drug dealer who's like making kind of looks like Charlie Rich. Sheen. And now yeah. was that guy the guy who looks at Shelly and like does a little finger gun sign that to might her be. at the that bang bang be, bar? Yeah. So. That might okay. be him. Yeah. Because oh. that would be classic Shelly to pick the biggest douchebag yeah. in town. So yeah, good. Kind of makes sense. Be, yeah, that could be her. I'm not sure for sure. I'd have to go yeah, back I'm and not, watch that. Not, I'm well, not 100% and I follow her on uh, Instagram, we love and her. there's been a lot of pictures of them like before i watched episode six it was oh. like oh hashtag like the return and i was like who the hell is this oh of that guy yeah. in particular wow okay so he's totally gonna be shelly's love interest yeah like she loves she picks the worst guy in a room every time <laughs> I wonder where she, her daughter gets it from. Yeah, I'm, that was a great introduction to Shelly this this season, being like, my daughter's dating the wrong guy, and you're like, oh, God, Shelly. <laughs> oh, my. Excuse me. Um, before we, just one more thing about Five. The very end of Five ends with Dougie staring at the statue, and the song playing is The Flame, which I really like that song, and I like the idea of him kind of like a moth to the flame, like this statue is oh. just... 
yeah. attracting him. Because I think this, yeah, this yeah. statue is going to be he's the key like to him kind of breaking the... out of his trance. Yeah, he's like a monster. Soon, point. please, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I noted was where the fuck is his wife? <laughs> like, yeah. she didn't think to pick him up from work. God, and they address that right at the start of yes. six. Yeah, when he <laughs> gets picked right up by the police security officer and he loves the security he officer's badge. badge. He's yeah. got this thing with my badge. Just <laughs> pretty cute. Um, and he's got the case file. Oh yeah, one of the case files is a picture of him and Jade. Dougie and Jade. Well, that's the envelope that's in the... Oh yeah. That's where Janie finds... Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. basically yeah, someone delivered that. Yeah. Then he gets he gets in big trouble from Janie. <laughs> She's just well, so... Get down here, Dougie. She's so naggy. I can't... <laughs> Like, well, let's also talk about, finally, funny, they were like, maybe we'll take you to Dr. Ben tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank I you know. for someone to understand that this guy has had a stroke. Oh did God. you set up the the payment, Dougie? You yeah. didn't, did you? Right. So much Between yelling. Janie and Doris, I started being like, does, does David Lynch hate women? Like, does he, like, just think all... Or does, is he, does he have a terrible marriage? Does he think all marriages are awful? I started getting some cynical yeah. thoughts, guys. I yeah. hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Please don't let me that down, David Lynch. Lost, a lot of parts of Lost Highway. Right, that he just doesn't yeah. believe... I think yeah. he's... I mean, I think he's divorced, but I, I didn't think well, it was he a bad divorce. at least one bad marriage under his belt, I would, yeah. I would reckon. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, man, he paints these wives out to be, like, just monsters and right it's true it is not like that well then again like she does take jane takes care of business yeah <laughs> exactly I mean, I mean yeah she's naggy but she's actually you know, pretty you? understanding she right. knows he's having an affair yeah, with yeah the that's prostitute. true no, she she's, she's kind of like, like dougie dougie <laughs> Well, if you're so if your significant other came back, came home with like four hundred thousand dollars, and you found out about the affair like the next day, you'd probably be like, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Because something that also bothered me was the phone rang behind her. Dougie Coop gets really scared by it or confused on what it is, and then she goes, "Are are you going to answer it?" He hasn't completed a full sentence. Right. In like the three days no. he's been home. Two days. It's only been two days. He's still in the green <laughs> suit. But he hasn't... I know. ...communicated to you. So he should be answering the phone, Janie E. Janie E, get your shit together. Just take him to the hospital. Like, come on. It's it's so weird. And they... The, this sequence, though, they do start building because they, they switch from kind of the family scene into the stoplight and they have that kind of grating, grating mm-hmm, ambient grade, music. And then yeah. you do see the Black Lodge and the One-Armed Man. Um, and Dougie then sees the One-Armed Man in the yeah. fireplace. And the One-Armed Man says, wake up, wake up. Don't you die. You have to wake up. Don't yeah. die. Don't die, don't die. He does this weird like thing with his oh, grating. Oh, yeah. trying to, trying to I, wake up. I call that Coop. the yeah. positive vibe dance. <laughs> <laughs> he was just throwing positive vibes. At yeah. Coop. I mean, he's thinking what I'm thinking, which is like, please, I just... It's so 
hard as a fan to like have so much Kyle McLaughlin and yet no Kyle <laughs> McLaughlin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's very hard. I just like, want my coop. <laughs> I mean, we've gone through hours and hours of this now. Where Give it's me just like, for the love of God. Yeah. And we, yeah, like, since we're on the subject, like, there's another episode of Dougie being I Dougie know. still. Like, so that every episode I write, please let this be the last of Dougie. Just a like, lot please of let this be. And just, we get the bit, Lynch. We get, we get the bit. It's a good bit. Let's move on. I mean, yes. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin yeah. does it very well. Like, he's, he's a very yeah. good actor. Better. He, could ne- he never messes up. I mean, he's, yeah. like, perfect. Yeah. Always, and yeah. like I believe him as Evil Coop. I can see the difference. It's like Orphan Black, where yeah, yes, that actress plays all of the roles, and completely <laughs> believe it. I mean, how much would you burst into tears if you saw a full, genuine Dale Cooper smile and thumbs up right oh, now? God. <laughs> I just would die. I'd be yeah. so happy. That's all I want. That's all I want. Right. Instead of a handshake, but it turns into a, a train motion. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> doing the train. When he tries to shake like, the he's hand. He's like mirroring his Because boss. he's, yeah, he's yeah. mirroring his direction. Right. It's just not, it looks yeah. like everyone's on the train. Uh, he's not yeah. firing at all. No. Cylinders. No. I got it. I got it. He's got <laughs> some more. Doing the locomotion is what you're <laughs> going for. I was, come on, around and <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> that one, yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, I'm from the 2000 era. Yeah. <laughs> so, you said locomotion, though. You said, anyway. I was doing the train. So Black Lodge Powers, again, in this, uh, yeah. Dougie's going through the case files, Special and the, the like it. green light goes on next to certain points. So all the yeah. files that are tied to that one insurance agent, Tony, yeah. like a little green light, um, he draws a, a ladder and stair. What looks like yeah, a ladder. I'm yeah, I'm like maybe someone jumping off the top. Yeah, it looks like in the longer shots. Oh, so, you know. that could be what it is because I wrote a note: workplace injuries incurred by claimant. Yeah. So that's one of the lights goes by that. So he yeah. was drawing what happened. Oh, like someone climbing yeah. up on a ladder and jumping Ooh. off to hurt themselves. Okay. Okay. So something's nefarious is going and on. And that explains like why the so, boss could actually like lead. So like to, right. to jump to the meeting with the boss then. Yeah. See, this is what yeah. Lynch does. I wrote petroglyph at Owl Cave. And it's like, <laughs> no, Kelly, not everything is the petroglyph at Owl Cave. <laughs> if you're not watching this show in a team format, you're doing it wrong. So we're happy to be here for you. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, when the, oh. but when he when he shows it to the boss, the boss is like, how could I make any sense of it? And then Dougie's just like, make Makes sense. sense of it. And yeah. then he That's does. all he wants is their own ideas reflected back at them. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is very it's telling kind of, that like Dougie's doing so well it's in the like in the, yeah. It's like in the 40-year-old virgin where he's <laughs> yeah. like, just Do keep you asking know yeah. what you want? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you're looking for? <laughs> what are you into? Yeah. It's, okay. That makes sense. I, it's not the petroglyph at all, okay? He's just drawing what happened. That That's logical. Yeah. Um, great, great scene. A tease, and we had to wait a whole episode for this, but we finally get, and fans have been waiting forever. I want to wait for Melissa, because it's important. We get Albert in the car with Gordon on the speaker. Oh, we find out Gordon has a girlfriend, because Gordon is on speaker with Albert in the car, and he's opening up a Bordeaux, and like a lady says, like, 
Yeah, like, Gordon seems like said, a total dick in that scene. He's like, know, he's like thanks for being out in the rain. I'm going to open up a hang Bordeaux. out with my girl and yeah. drink some fine Bordeaux, sucker. I thought he was just <laughs> at a restaurant and like the waitress brought him up. Oh, Well, I mean, he, yeah, he's out somewhere. Yeah. but like, And then I, he's like, thank you, sweetheart. Because oh, I, I thought like, it was like his wife. Oh, that could be. <laughs> could be. You yeah. could be right. I yeah. just thought it more of a, oh, thanks, sweetheart. Yeah, Cole's like a perpetual bachelor. But I remember him like commenting on like how he's out and then he's He's drinking wine. He's got Albert out there. Yeah. Um, I love how Albert says, fuck Gene Kelly, you motherfucker. (laughs) And he's like out in the rain. Um, Breaking it down. That was Albert saying it. I thought someone commented because Albert had an umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we get a great... Great entrance. Well, uh, you know. Two words. Two words. Diane. Hello, Albert. Um, it's a crowded bar that Albert's walking through. It's very posh and, and like nicely decorated, busy. And then we see a strikingly luminously blonde woman from behind with a blue kind of dress on. Albert says, Diane. And she turns around and says, hello, Albert. <laughs> and it is Laura Dern. This was, Tom and I were discussing this. This was a one-two punch, Melissa and Kelly, guess em, attack. <laughs> Melissa got it that this was going to be Diane. Mm-hmm. Hats off, Melissa. Who Excellent knew, job. Who uh, Coop so well? Diane. Yeah. You yeah. don't fetch people's stuff and not have a weird yeah. relationship with them. And I had a feeling it was going to be Laura Dern. I knew Laura Dern and Naomi Watts were like the two main Diane candidates going in because... They're the two lynchy girls who are the right age. They are both... I don't know why I thought Diane needed to be blonde, but blonde <laughs> and have right. been opposite... You know, though, oh, Laura, Dern, Laura Dern was opposite Kyle McLaughlin. Naomi Watts wasn't. But once Naomi Watts was in as Janie, I was like, okay, Laura Dern's going to be Diane. Yeah. And she's awesome. More on that, though, in episode seven, which is right. all but, about yeah, Dad Diane. In kind of... Latching on to that, um, Naomi Watts gets a lot Ugh. of screen time. Like, a lot of screen time. And is it of screen really well-used screen time? I don't know, because a lot of it's the nagging wife and just her yelling. Which, which is a total, I mean, it's a reoccurring pattern well, yeah, here. Just, there's the whole, the whole Dougie world, we just get too much of Dougie. Yeah. I'm sick of and his kid, yeah. I'm sick of him, I'm sick of all of it. And you crave the other, I mean, the other scenes I find myself really being excited about. And especially, yeah. this was a big tease. I'm like... Because we waited for remember this. Remember how in episode one of The Return, like, those two people got killed by some demon out of a box? And we haven't talked about that no, at all anymore? That's, like, not anything <laughs> at all like, yet. And it'll come back. I have, a, I mean, well, yeah, I have no but doubt, like, I mean, but it's like, that's kind of what I want. It's one of her case files, but right now she's comparing what... <laughs> Cooper looks bat tan Cooper yeah. looks like now to Red Room Coop. So. And just being like, mm, mm, they're both good to me. It's hot yeah. at any age. I don't know. I don't understand what. Because, like, the only thing that I could think Cole is having her there for, besides just ogling her, is to, like, mentor her in some way. Yeah. But that seems like a waste of time at a, at a case of this kind of level of importance. He says she's got the stuff, but. Uh, but, like, why can't we try her out on so some much, other case uh, that isn't so vital and doesn't require so much history and knowledge you know like it's just it's weird but and yeah it's just because too much she, because david lynch likes her yeah yeah that's true that's totally <laughs> it so we already talked about red and richard which was a great scene i mean it was another I mean, like it, i wouldn't call it great 
was a little <laughs> bit too long again. Yeah. I, I just like the line, you ever study your hand? <laughs> and then he just, nothing, that doesn't lead anywhere. But then he pulls out a dime and flips it after, like, warning him that he's going to saw off his brain and eat it if he ever betrays him. Yeah. My favorite yeah. line in that is says, heads. Well, wait, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. I'm getting there. <laughs> so he, he flips the dime, and, like, while it's in the air, like, it comes, it, uh, what's his face, feels it oh, in his mouth. Rapey kid. Rapey <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like, like. He pulls out his mouth, but then, like, the coin lands again out yeah. of the sky into Red's, Red's hand, and yep. then the coin's gone from Rapey Guy's hand. And then, yeah, he says, like, see this? Like, he's like, the tails is you, heads is me. Like, tails you lose, heads I win. Yeah, which is cool. It's a pretty dope line. I do like, too, how we've just been introduced to Richard as, like, primary badass and now he's been out badassed by someone yeah, big time. you know and like emasculated and made to feel like small potatoes in a small Don't town call me kid yeah he really does yeah, not, does not like, like that no. screaming in the car which yeah. there's gonna be a background yeah. to that i feel like evil and then i said kid, kid you're in some shit now <laughs> he also well, says thought, like his character looks has like sort of a weird baby face like yeah i feel like that's probably intentional like you could see him being called kid a lot yeah you know? like yeah, people think yeah, he's that's a sweet thing. little he's pretty definitely, boy yeah. he's got a thing about yeah. being called no, kid I feel like it's something more in his past yeah we his might dad that he never met really called him kid and so he yeah him. or his, yeah uh, well I would usually disagree with you on this sort of thing but you always end up right <laughs> so I'm just gonna assume you're probably right on that I think it's interesting that he mentions how the town's law enforcement is asleep at the wheel yeah um which is Probably more to do with the new law enforcement than the old school law enforcement of Hawk and Andy. That's well, right. they can move the sparkle down from Canada. I don't know which drug they're talking about with sparkle, as we mentioned earlier. That, see, that makes me think more crystal meth because crystals are sparkly, whereas but I from feel like television, I feel like, like cocaine snow. is more of a matte color. <laughs> but I, a matte cocaine, white. I think of snow, and snow sparkles. It could, add, you know. It, I'm just saying it could be either. Yeah, some sort of designer, synthetic drug. Hey, kids, what are you all calling your uh, (laughs) drugs these days? Because we can't keep up. What has the sparkle? What's the yeah? What is the sparkle? (laughs) Some teens like, oh my god, you guys don't know what it is. (laughs) Obviously, sparkle. Um, Yeah, so that's like Molly gone weird. I don't even know what Molly is really. But oh, and we do. You know, we didn't talk about Richard is definitely high on whatever this product is oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he gets into the car yeah, yeah, he snorts, and we snorts do know again. that yeah. the last time we yes, saw yeah. Becky she was high on this stuff oh yeah it's I probably just, the same stuff yeah. yeah and we know that there was a kid in the high school who OD'd, OD'd. so they're starting to kind of have this almost sub A it's hard to tell what's an A and a well, B it's like plot the but of, like, it's like the repeat of what happened in the yeah. Laura Palmer years right exactly yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the, the Laura Palmer years that's good that's good it is yeah, yeah it is, it yeah. is kind of like, there's yeah. a whole new generation the new generation just doing yeah. drugs and hanging out <laughs> We need sparkle bang, under the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Bobby shot a guy. <laughs> Bobby, you you well, killed Mike. <laughs> Bobby. Um, we get the return of Carl from Fat Trout Farms, who's opened up a new Fat Trout Farms in Carl, Twin Peaks. Carl, new Fat Trout yeah. Farms. <laughs> it was such a success, that trailer park, the run-down <laughs> shitty trailer park, yeah. that it's now a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and we meet another gentleman named Mickey who lives with the Linda. We don't that's know another, their relationship. That's a Linda reference. Yeah, Linda just got a wheelchair from the government, finally. Yeah. Yep. Maybe she was a soldier, it kind of sounds like. or uh, I, You see, now I'm seeing some sort say. of, like, um, post-PTSD plotline yeah, going on. more PTSD stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's something there. I don't know, though. Maybe, maybe right. Because I, I got, a, I got I like, a military vibe off the way he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, she... But the giant mentions a li- a Linda, Linda and Richard. And Richard. She, he in says, the first "Don't episode. forget Linda and Richard." Oh. And four thirty is the first other scene. Like the first sentence, one of the first sentences he says yeah. is four thirty, hmm. which is important, I think. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we see Miriam, a school teacher who is giggly and very sweet, who loves pie at the double R. And then we're back to Richard driving, being upset. It's these, This whole sequence moves kind of fast, which is nice. It's like a lot of cutting back and forth and telling stories. It's like a modern dramatic scene. <laughs> right. like we're, and, and guess what? No Dougie. Yeah. Like, this sequence is fast and interesting because there's no... And it's not Kyle McLaughlin's fault, but there's just... No one's acting that weird. <laughs> right. It's just like... Yeah. So we're getting to this, just these back and forths of like Richard driving high, upset... And then we'll see Carl, and then we see Carl looking at a mom and son playing, and, you know, back to Richard. And then we see, um, we go to Vegas for a minute and see Duncan Todd, right? They and he spent, gets the uh, red box. Gets the email with the red square blocking it. I feel like it was more of a pop-up, in all fairness, where it was just right. like, hey, your screen just good like... Point. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because he was, like, typing on something, and then it he was He pre-installed like, some program to give him a pop-up box whenever he needs to assassinate someone. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, not again. This was not a browser-based yeah. assassination alert. Because then he like, a towel to, like, open the safe, so, like, his fingerprints aren't right. on either. I noticed that. Oh, oh that's very, good, very, very clever. Because then he put it down and just stared at it, and then went back to his typing once the box went away. Yeah, and from <laughs> out of the safe, he takes out a white file with a red dot. And that means you gotta put the hit on someone. Mm-hmm. We cut to Rancho Rosa. Oh yeah, the cops are getting Dougie's license plate. All these things gonna, that are gonna be tied to Dougie. I mean, like that's gonna come around. Right. Yeah. So more drug mom. She's still doing fine somehow. Oh, I mean, she's still alive. I wouldn't call her fine. Yeah, she's still. She's still breathing. Still yeah. around. Meth kid is keeping her alive. Yeah. Oh, and then we meet. Um, Ike the Spike. Yep, that was yep. your favorite, I think. <laughs> the assassin, the yeah. creepy dwarf assassin. Yes. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he kills the assassin manager, I guess you would call her. Cause she, yeah, Lorraine. The, the assassin um and in uh, all fairness, liaison. we only see her before uh, when, like, they were trying to kill Dougie and yeah, couldn't. Right. And then she called and was like, yeah. oh, She thought, yeah, yeah, she gets a call and is like, oh, two bodies and neither one of them is him. And then, like, the spike comes in with the music. Yeah, and, and it's a really gory death. death for her. Then I feel like kills, almost yeah. unnecessarily gory. Then he kills another lady. Yeah, but he broke him. his spike. Yeah, he gets so sad. Yeah. He sent his yeah. spike all out of shape. Somehow. I was <laughs> yeah, watching that's... this with my fourteen-year-old niece because we watch pretty much six hours of Glee, like nonstop. Oh, and then geez. I was like, she's like, you can watch whatever you want. I was like, I really need to watch Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, it's weird, it's, she's like, that's fine, I'll put on my headphones, 
And then like this scene came on. I was like, don't look, Liv. Do not look. Oh my god, yeah. And it was just then that just made her look. But well, so yeah. I was like it's gonna be really violent. It was really violent. It was really, really bloody. It just sort of, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Spike loves his work, I think yeah, it's fair to say. So, he takes it seriously. You know, a job's not worth doing if it's not worth doing right. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, so then we get the Jane, Jane E. <coughs> in the park scene, which we talked about, right? The two guys. She's tough. She's a tough dame. Yeah. Yeah, we just kind of browsed over she it. She hammers out a very fair deal. Yeah. For twenty five percent interest. Yeah. In yeah. Money, Dougie. Lost. Most. Yeah. Most. I you know Mom I don't know. Sharks or whatever. Yeah, I feel like these guys are let her off pretty easy, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, Somewhere in here. I wonder though. if there's really like loan <laughs> sharks like this out there in the real world today. You know, like yeah. it's a very commonly used television trope, but. They were very. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know where persuaded. to go if I needed twenty thousand dollars from a shady <laughs> yeah. man. You know, <laughs> um, somewhere in here, Richard kills a kid. Yes, uh, he right. runs over this oh, kid yeah. who's running in the street. When we see Carl, when we see the kid, that's when it's a hit and run. It's a hit and run, and then Carl witnesses basically what I assume is the soul leaving the body and going. Right. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, thought, I was expecting like his soul to go into the boy's well, body for a second. Oh yeah. No, I was thinking that Carl was seeing death because you know how he looks He's up into close. the trees and was constantly talking about how like. He basically wants to die, and so yeah, he was. It's he like sees. he felt it, and then this person died, and then he saw the soul leave, and yeah. was like, "It should have been me." That makes sense, actually. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. scene yeah, because the be. the mom in this scene is great. I mean, she has one job, and it's to ha- really hard to have this giant emotional breakdown. But then it's like they couldn't spring for expensive extras or something, and they just got townspeople, and the people like. <laughs> just standing about are terrible. Yeah. Oh, the guy that waved in the truck that like waved the boat, he's like an actor, isn't he? Like then I, he I, put his hand. I over thought his I recognized head. him from somebody. I noticed that somewhere. He, the the guy in that truck, he put his hand over his head, and it was kind of. There were several like, people who just put their did they did the hand on face I thing. Think that that's, I said. think that's directed yeah. though. I think yeah, it's maybe yeah. yeah. He was like, just how else are you going to show turmoil? Yeah. Is he not that guy that's in, uh, like, Training Day as one of the gang? He's, like, he's like not Latino, but he always plays, like, Latino guys. I don't know. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, I'll interview him. The big... What really upsets me is that no one's on their phone calling 911. Right. Or... Oh, that's true. ...taking anything, because Miriam does see who did it, sees Richard drive past and like they make eye contact so i mean it's interesting again we're getting another scene of inaction from the people around yeah when just something watching something happen so it's like before we started talking about this i really did think things were getting a bit indulgent but now i'm starting to think that there is a message here that lynch is yeah. making about inaction and just people being disconnected from each other like mm-hmm. so much so yeah. that they're gonna yeah. just they're Please. just uh, observe and not do anything. Yeah. Except for Carl, who is the only one who, like, goes up to the... Doesn't he... Does he walk up to the mom? Or yeah, no? he goes up to the mom. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he, like, kind of puts one arm around her shoulder or right. something. Yeah. yeah. So... I thought that was just in confirmation that the kid's totally dead. Like... Yeah, but nobody else did it. You know, nobody yeah. else, like, came over or did anything. So he's... To your point, he's, like, more in tune with some sort of higher power or just... Yeah. Older no and doesn't. Calls the yeah. Cops. 
Um, this is the scene where we do get the about Doris and the sheriff and their son committing suicide. I love. I like Maggie, the switchboard operator um, yeah, yeah. woman. She's yeah. good. Who <laughs> hates like Chad? Name drop all of the characters. <laughs> She's got them all. I've been practicing. She's uh, like Lucy's replacement. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's, but she's, she's, a she's real, wiser like, and, yeah. and, and she's a real cop too. Yeah. Lucy's yeah. still the secretary. I, I thought that that moment, um, so Chad, Chad makes fun of the PTSD, the uh, soldier. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. He's, he says, uh, what does he say about the war? Like he, he he's could, like, he couldn't handle being a soldier. Uh, so awful. I mean, Chad just I was doing so the character that's like the worst thing you could ever say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, PTSD again, obviously. And, uh, and I was actually thinking when we watched it this last time to kind of like <laughs> recap, when the other police officer, the younger guy, kind of like stares off, I'm wondering if the younger guy is a soldier too, and he kind of has a moment of like, or a former soldier, mm. and he kind of has a moment of like remembering or thinking. He could be. So. Could be, yeah. A lot of cops are ex-military. Yeah. yeah, so I mean... There could be something there. I'm not saying for sure that's what we're talking about, but it could be a deliberate choices. Okay, yeah. It's weird how like they pan that pan to him and like it's he's just sort of staring up into space, right. totally non reacting to what's going on. So again yeah. that it was a long moment. That non reacting theme. Yeah. Again, I guess. Could be. And then the song that they play, um, Sharon Van Etten Tarifa and the lyrics are, are something like, no, I can't remember, I can't recall anything at all. So it's stuff about memory loss, uh, you know, a bad experience. So there's yeah. some there's some tie, and that could certainly work, yeah. even if we're not talking about PTSD in a war sense, with Cooper and the Black Lodge, and like he can't remember himself. Right, I think we right. I think we are supposed to feel a certain amount of frustration at this point of like wanting Cooper back. So. Right. Will we get him next time? <laughs> but one of the things that we do get is Laura Palmer's Missy oh, yeah, Diary. Oh, my God. There we go. Because, uh, yeah. first off, Hawk drops a coin in the bathroom. And my first reaction is, why would you touch the coin that fell behind the <laughs> toilet in this public bathroom stall? It's a gross one, too. And so... <laughs> And what did he drop? An Indian a, head. A neck. nickel. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he looks over, oh, these doors, they have a bunch They're of They're made Indian by Nez Pierce Manufacturing. Yes. And there's a, a an Indian, Indian head, head logo there. Yes. And then, and then they... Because, yeah, I, I, I missed it both times we watched it, actually. Like, so he drops the dime or like the... Like it falls out of his pocket. Yeah. Out of his yeah. Okay. So, I thought maybe like fell out of the door and that's what led him to the door in the first place. No. Yeah. So when he picks yeah. it up, okay. he looks over, he sees the door, and then he looks up yeah. and sees that the there's then, like it's been tampered with, and then he just destroys the door. <laughs> yeah. And then Chad walks in, and that's the first time Chad, <laughs> Chad. is a dick. If your name is Chad and you're not a dick, I want to meet you. TV has not been true. kind no. to you, Chad. Oh, yeah, oh my. All Chads are dicks, apparently. <laughs> Oh, Prove us wrong, Chad. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> he has not. That's one less listener. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. I think it is funny how he is thinking this is going to be something to do with his heritage, and it's really not anything to do with his heritage. It's just like an arbitrary 
Indian it's an Indian well, image. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's not even it's like, not like uh, his tracking skills have been seen. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, just kind of clever. In it's, all fairness, Hogg is still the only detective, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Only it's one just working. like the racist images of Indian. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Yeah. The white man, like, used as logos for companies. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so we do have we do have pages of Laura's diary now. So that's exciting. Yes, we will yes. hopefully find out. I was I was trying to see if and they um, call. Well, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. They call uh, like when Hawk's showing the new sheriff the pages. That's page the next is, episode. Oh, never mind. Episode seven spoilers. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. Um, I was trying to see if if uh, Nez Pierce, the manufacturing company, was like and they're a tribe. An, oh, it's a tribe. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was thinking it was like a scramble them up. And it's, I was like, also, Zen creep. Nose pierce, <laughs> it's French for nose pierce. Like, they, they're, oh. they're, they're tribe of Indians that used to pierce their noses. See? Oh, really? Sometimes it just is. My what French it is. is paying off in spades in yeah. this show. <laughs> All right. So, will we get Special Agent Dale Cooper back next episode? Uh, <laughs> 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 Find <Spoiler>. out. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> 